Good morning. This morning's reflection is about the third uh, factor of awakening. We're skipping a little bit. We did all of our four foundations or four domains of mindfulness. And we'll... uh, look into the second factor of awakening tomorrow evening. For those of you that are new, I'm offering talks over this period of time while I'm here on the um, seven factors of enlightenment or the seven factors of awakening. So this morning, the third factor, wise effort or right effort or balanced effort. What qualities of mind and heart keep us bound and suffering? What qualities of mind and heart set us free? The word for effort energy is virya in Pali. And it's intimately connected to the effort involved in our practice, with our practice. Virya is the mental effort, the energy that's present in every single moment of mental activity. And in relationship to our practice, the mental energy that's present in every single moment of a focused attention, of mindful awareness, and in relationship to investigation. As I'm sure many of you have tasted at times, there's a kind of courageous and balanced effort that we're called upon to make in our practice. the about-to-be Buddha, his tremendous determination and energy, and the flow of his effortless effort that night under the bow tree meant that there was just enough effort being made in just the right way, just enough energy being expended in just the right way. And although I'm sure each of you know that energy and effort are essential factors for our practice, it's shown to us directly and clearly in a very intimate way, especially during times of intensive practice, that a great dedication, enthusiasm, and a balanced exertion and wholehearted endeavor is needed to really truly engage in this process of awakening. If anyone ever told us that one kind of just floats through it and then reaches the other shore without expending much of any energy or effort, that it's all really quite easy, we can be sure that they weren't speaking from experience or that for some reason 
they weren't telling us the truth. So an important and crucial aspect of our practice is learning how to make wholehearted effort in the right way. A very important component of wise effort is relaxation. Very important. Relaxation, true relaxation, has nothing to do with lethargy or laziness. It's an alert ease in body and mind. Wise effort manifests with a bright, relaxed effort. Making an effort in your practice with these qualities of mind and body in the forefront. So a little story. Every few months I get a newsletter from the Arbor Day Farms, which is an organization dedicated to planting trees and educating people about the importance of planting, cultivating, and protecting trees and forests all over the world. At the Arbor Day Farm, the organization's headquarters, there are many themed tours that include lots of various activities uh, available for reservations by groups of all ages. Well, one of these groups, uh, a group of children, Uh, the story's about that. So the 20-foot-high rope spiderweb is a very good example of one of the many activities they offer. And one little visitor from this group of children who climbed on the structure uh, said, Oh, this is so relaxing. Can we stay longer? Well, he was told that he had three more minutes before it was time to move on. And at that point then, he told the other children, he said, we have to relax hard, like we've never relaxed before, because we only have three minutes. So, true relaxation, a true relaxed effort, manifests with a bright, alert ease in the mind and the body. The process of balancing our effort is kind of like tuning a guitar. As our practice develops and blossoms and matures, we learn to recognize more and more clearly the quality of the effort that we're putting into our practice. Are we trying too hard? Are we over-efforting, tightening, tensing with the effort we give to our practice? Or are we too laid back, lethargic, maybe misunderstanding what a relaxed energy, attitude, and effort means in relationship with practice, consequently experiencing a sinking body and mind and heart, maybe all too often in our practice. We need to regularly tune up. Tune up the quality and the attitudinal approach of the effort that we practice with. Just like a musician 
even the most accomplished musician has to tune up their instrument regularly. We need to tune up also. And, like a guitar player, for instance, if the strings are too tight, they break. Too loose, they have no tone, and the music can't be played. So our ear, so to say, is honed, as our ear is honed, through our practice. We're able to more and more easily notice when there's even quite a subtle imbalance of effort attitudinally and or energetically that's happening in our practice. And so we tune up subtly then in order to play the beautiful music of our practice. And it's important to realize and accept that this goes on all through the years of our practice. One of my Dhamma teacher colleagues and friends, Gina Sharp, said this about wise effort. By this effort, we do not seek to improve ourselves. Rather, we open our mind to understanding the qualities of heart that keep us bound in suffering and those that set us free. This is a radical shift that requires profound kindness and compassion. We could say that we pay attention to understand, not to judge. If we hold the view that Dhamma practice is about improving ourselves, we'll then be making effort by judging whether or not we're making progress. Wise effort in our practice is towards learning how suffering and how happiness happen. In order to make this shift, many of us need to work or practice, we could say, towards the ability to accept ourselves just as we are. Acceptance of the body, mind, and heart, just as it is in any given moment, is not an attitude of dropping into complacency. Working with ourselves in this way is not actually about improving the self, but rather it's about preparing the self to actually be able to make the shift away from getting better to getting more free. And actually, in just learning to accept the self, we're starting to become free of the so-called self. The shift is a crucial aspect of practice. A question you might ask yourself now and then which I think can be helpful is, am I trying to get better in this moment or am I practicing to understand? Am I practicing to be free? What qualities of mind and heart keep us bound and suffering? What qualities of heart and mind set us free?